Tags, only a flea collar. I stepped outside and leaned down to pet the cat. At first it purred softly as if to say, More, more. Then suddenly the cat lunged, sinking its needle-sharp teeth into my right hand. I yelped and ran inside. It was 7.30 a.m. and we were unable to locate the owner, so I called Animal Control. They called back when they opened, suggesting I call my doctor. Later, I talked to a neighbor who thought she knew the cat's owners who were at work. I couldn't get a doctor's appointment until later that afternoon. His office was an hour away. You need a tetanus shot and possibly antibiotics, said the nurse. Later, she called back. We have no vaccine. Do you still want to come in? I knew I probably needed antibiotics because my hand was already swollen with red streaks. I secured the appointment but spent the next two hours playing phone tag, trying to find a place where I could get a tetanus shot. In order to save time, I finally tried a community health clinic in another town on the way to my doctor. Before I left town, I needed to trade cars with my husband at his workplace. Exhausted by the ordeal already, I began quietly quoting, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Isaiah 26.3. But perfect peace doesn't always mean perfect circumstances. Sometimes it includes the perfect storm. I traded cars, but backed straight into another parked car in my path. By this time I was shaking as I found my husband and reported the bad news. The other car wasn't even scratched, but the impact cracked our bumper across the middle. Larry just held me. It'll be all right. Don't worry about it. Thirty minutes later, I arrived at the clinic for my tetanus shot and saw a room full of waiting patients, coughing children, and adults. It was flu season. An hour and a half later, I walked into the doors of my doctor's office building. The revolving door stuck, shut down completely, with me in it. I pushed hard, finally opening it. When I reached the doctor's office upstairs, I realized my doctor had moved. So I retreated and drove to what I thought was his new location. Wrong place. Fortunately, I had the office number on my cell phone, so I called to get directions. Later, in his office, my doctor took one look at my wound and promptly prescribed antibiotics. He knew we were leaving town in five days, so he cautioned me about keeping in touch with animal control and the 10-day window for rabies treatment. You need to find the cat and have it quarantined. No, I thought, probably not a good idea for me to find the cat. It was late afternoon by the time I returned home. I figured we were safe by now. After all, the day was winding down. Surely animal control had quarantined the cat by now. Wrong. As I drove into my driveway, my cell phone rang. Mrs. Jordan, it's animal control. We've been driving around your neighborhood all day, but we haven't found the cat. About that time, the cat strolled by, not 20 yards away. Come now, I yelled. Here's the cat. After he arrived, we both tried and failed to coax the cat into the waiting truck. Still no sign of the owners. I finally left to get my prescription. Waiting time? An hour. So I bought groceries. My hand was puffy, bleeding, and throbbing. An hour and a half later, I pulled into my driveway with my expensive supply of antibiotics and trunk full of groceries. As I shut the trunk, the car alarm sounded. Beep, 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 announcing my arrival to the neighbors. I ran into the house, scrounging for my keys to shut off the noise. A few minutes later, my husband walked in the door with a bouquet of roses and took me in his arms. These are for you. I know you've had a bad day. By the way, they quarantined the cat. And in that moment, all the frustrations and challenges of the day melted away as I fell into my husband's embrace, weeping. 
To me, he was a picture of God with skin on. Sometimes, as a woman, you may feel like storm clouds hover over you day in and day out. Whether accompanied by angry winds or persistent rain, at the end of your perfect storm, you may or may not have someone with skin on to greet you and wipe away your tears. But at the end of every day, there is one who will be standing there, arms open wide, whispering, I'm here, I care, and I love you. Sweeter than the most fragrant bouquet is Jesus, the Rose of Sharon. And when that happens, suddenly your bad, challenging day is but a distant memory as you bask in the sheer joy of his comforting embrace. Daybreak. Describe one of your most challenging days. How did you handle it? If it happened again, what would you do differently, if anything? What did God teach you through that experience? Daybrief. Perfect days only exist in the movies.